Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to banter about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show since I can remember. Join me in my banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. Thank you so much for joining. I am your host, Sarah Warsey. This week's episode is called A Blast from the Past, and it covers shows that aired from October 30th to November 3rd. So let's get right into it. So Laura Lee Bell, who, as we know, plays the lovely Christine on the show, celebrated her 40th anniversary on the show this week. Now, I've been watching the show a very long time, but it is amazing at how long some of our favorites have truly been on the show. Time really does fly. Now, I think most people know this, but in case you don't, Laura Lee's parents, William J. Bell and Lee Philip Bell, are the original creators of The Young and the Restless, along with Sister Soap, The Bold and the Beautiful, and the former soap Another World. Laura Lee joined the cast back in 1983 as a model, and her character eventually blossomed into a very well-respected lawyer, as we know. I've personally always been a fan of Christine's character over the years. The throwback scenes that they showed this week depicting her friendship with Nina, her relationships with Danny and Paul, and of course her unending rivalry with Phyllis made for a very nice trip down memory lane. I adored her pairing with Danny, and I remember being very disheartened when they had broken up all those years ago. Though, let's not forget, Phyllis was introduced to the show as Danny's mistress, and whether you like Phyllis or not, Phyllis has become such a critical part of the show, and we can't imagine the show without her, right? I didn't mind her relationship with Paul. You know, Christine and Paul, they had a very strong thing going on early on in their relationship in the mid-90s, but... uh, You know, to be honest, with the real-life drama surrounding also this week's dedicated episode to Christine alluded to her possibly rekindling a romance with Danny. Now, wouldn't that be nice after all these years, right? Please cast your vote this week and let me know what you think in the comments. Okay, on to the great Victor Newman. So I have to be honest, Victor has gotten so good at deceiving his kids into thinking that he's really got some mental issues that I was legitimately confused this week when he admitted to Nate that he needed help. Also, you know things are rough when Victor trusts Nate over all of his kids. I really don't know what his end game is. I know that he's trying to figure out who he's basically putting all of his kids to the test because he doesn't trust anybody, but when does it all end? And I do find it funny that Abby has very obviously been left out of all of this drama. I mean, the last time I checked, she is a human, right? But I'm also not surprised at the same time because Abby has largely always been on the sidelines uh, but with all the drama in between Adam, Nick, and Victoria. She's never really been a part of it all. Anyways, let's just hope that all the mind games Victor is playing doesn't come crashing down around him, though it probably will. Also, Nick needs to cut Adam some serious slack. We know Adam is far from perfect, but it's not right to undermine Adam's love and concern for his dad. Also, Nick, you do remember that you have a son named Christian, right? Where is he? We don't know why he's in England. 
I think, but there's been no mention of Christian in the longest time. So we saw the return of Chelsea this week, which was great. I love Chelsea. Now, here's the thing. I think Billy and Chelsea make a good couple. Someone on X commented that they appreciate the fact that they are a relatively drama-free and quote-unquote normal pairing, which I completely agree with. However, I just felt that the reunion love scene the two had fell flat, and I was not alone in this opinion. It just felt a bit misplaced and not really needed, I guess. Someone also said that they would rather see Chelsea and Billy in bed, though, than Jack and Diane any day, which... I got a good laugh out of that, and I completely agreed with it. Again, I love the two characters, but they just seem to lack the chemistry that would make for a really fiery love scene, in my opinion. For example, I really don't care about Kyle and Audra as a pairing at all. However, I will admit that they do have some serious sparks flying between them during the numerous sex scenes that they've had at this point. I just wasn't getting that same vibe with Billy and Chelsea, but once again, at least they are relatively stable for now, and I do like both characters, so it is what it is. Also, Chelsea's hair was looking especially good this week. On to Kyle. So yes, at this point, Kyle is a complete lost cause, in my opinion. He is outwardly playing his family and siding with the devil. At least Billy sees through it and is on to him and doesn't trust him. So like most other storylines lately, maybe it will come out sooner than later that he's trying to take over Jabot with Tucker and Audra. Speaking of Tucker, the way that he teared up and broke down after meeting with Ashley was unexpected to say the least. I almost, almost felt sorry for him. It was telling that he couldn't answer her when she asked him if he still loved her as well. So who knows, maybe there's a soft side to Tucker or maybe he's still the same old Tucker, but regardless, it was very, you know, it it, it said something when we saw him show some emotion for a change. On to Claire Grace, her motives are still unknown, but she is shady as F. She definitely has a vested interest in the Newmans. She was even trying to meet with Nate outside of business hours to get some pointers, whatever that means. And then later on at the coffee house, she got this mysterious call from an Aunt Jordan. Clearly, whoever this is, is pulling some strings and pressuring Claire to dig up whatever dirt she's trying to get. Also, we actually saw Esther at Crimson Lights behind the counter. I swear, this is only her second appearance that we've seen ever since she supposedly took control of the coffee shop months ago. So hopefully we're going to be seeing more of Esther, but more importantly, hopefully we're going to be seeing more real tangible scenes of Nick and Sharon really trying to get Kirsten Incorporated off the ground, right? I've been saying this for weeks now. Anyway... That's going to be my rant for today, but before we wrap things up, it's time for this week's spoiler alert. Okay, so this week's spoiler alert. A teaser was released earlier this week showing Chance lying in a hospital bed after having been shot. Oh no, are you going to be okay, Chance? (laughs) We also got a clearer picture of Summer's true concern and care for him. Now, another thing occurred to me when I saw this teaser. Imagine if Summer and Chance got married. That would make Nina Summer's mother-in-law. And with Summer being Phyllis's daughter, 
that would not go over well between Nina and Christine's friendship, right? Am I right or am I right? Anyway, we are getting ahead of ourselves here, but do you think Chance is going to make it? I have a feeling he will, but him getting shot seemingly came out of nowhere, and we all know how up and down the writing continues to be, so let's see what happens. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Okay, so that's going to do it for this week, but once again, thank you so much for all the support. I truly appreciate it. If you're ever interested in collaborating with me on a future episode, please don't hesitate to send me an email or a DM on X. I would love to expand my podcast to include commentary from other beloved fans of the show. My email address is sarahw.yr50 at gmail.com. So that's S-A-R-A-H w period yr50 at gmail.com and on that lovely note until next time take care thank you for tuning in to soap talk with sarah this podcast is also now available on youtube at sarah yr20 so please hit that subscribe button to catch a visual version of each episode also, join me on X between episodes at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, please hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for the love.